I'm Sharon Betters, and you are listening to the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. And I am so grateful for the opportunity to come alongside of you, to remind you that God is sovereign and you can trust Him, to remind you of the mercy of His presence, the promise of His presence, that He will never, ever abandon His daughter or His son, that He promises through Jesus He will never leave us. What an incredible promise. And my friends, God is not a man that he can lie. He is keeping that promise to you today, even if sometimes you don't feel his presence. Today's devotional is the Lord of hosts, and today's treasure is from Psalm 42, 2. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? The psalmist uses several names for God throughout 84, Lord of hosts, the living God, my King, and my God. In fact, he uses the Lord of hosts four times. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts, in verse 1. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young at your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God, verse 3. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob, Selah, verse 8. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you, verse 12. The title, Lord of hosts, is rarely used in the Psalms. Seven of the twelve times Lord of hosts is used in Psalms are in the eleven Psalms for the sons of Korah. And I'm going to list them, and if you want to check these out for yourself, but you can't write them down right now, you can go to markinc.org, M-A-R-K-I-N-C.org, click on the Daily Treasure link, and they are listed in the script for this devotional. Psalm 2410, Psalm 4611, Psalm 467, Psalm 488, Psalm 595, Psalm 69.6, Psalm 84, 1, 3, 8, and 12, and Psalm 89, 8. What makes the use of the Lord of hosts by the sons of Korah so significant? Well, their great-grandmother Hannah first used this title in her prayer for a son, as we read in 1 Samuel 1.11. And she, Hannah, vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, If you will indeed look on the affliction of your servant and remember me and not forget your servant, but will give to your servant a son, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and no razor shall touch his head. When we understand what the Lord of hosts means, Hannah's use of this title makes complete sense. This name for God is used 235 times throughout scripture. The literal meaning in Hebrews is Lord of Armies. How eye-opening to learn the first time it appears in the Bible is when Baron Hannah cries out to God for his son. Hannah keys in on this quality of her God, for only he has the power of life. He is the Lord of Armies, God of creation who makes something out of nothing. Only he creates life. Hannah's only hope is in the Lord of hosts the one who speaks but a word, and the whole of creation obeys. The Lord of hosts upholds the universe by the word of his power. As we read in Hebrews 1, Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, 
whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. Another translation of Lord of the Host is Lord of the Angel Armies. Second Kings 6 tells the story of Elisha and his servant as they face the Syrian army. The servant saw the Syrian army surrounding the city. The horde of horses and chariots terrified him, and he cried out, Oh, my Lord, what shall we do? Elisha answers with words we need imprinted on our hearts. Second Kings 6.16 Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Though unseen to the servant, Elisha knew the Lord of hosts was with his vast army, an army greater than any other. He asked the Lord to allow the servant to see why Elisha was not afraid. And we read in 2 Kings 6.17 his words, And Elisha prayed, Open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked and saw the hills, full of horses and chariots of fire, all around Elisha. Imagine the shock and awe of such a sight, especially when confronted by an enemy as wicked and strong as the Syrian army. The Lord of hosts is the Lord of armies of angels. His reach cannot be over-exaggerated, and we see another example in this story as told in 2 Kings 6.18. As the enemy came down toward him, Elisha prayed to the Lord, Strike this army with blindness. So he struck them with blindness, as Elisha had asked. After Elisha led them into the city, he asked the Lord to remove their blindness. God spoke the word, and the eyes of the Syrians had to obey the command of the Lord of hosts. Every human cell is sustained and bows to the command of the Lord of hosts. Are you facing what appears to be an insurmountable mountain of despair? pain or confusion. You don't deserve God's blessings or forgiveness. You will never amount to anything. Look at what your family did, how you were raised. No one will want you when they know your history. The sons of Korah could have lived under a heavy, self-imposed cloak of guilt, and maybe they did for a while. Yet in time, the Lord redeemed their family history and placed them in positions of honor. The same Lord of hosts they called on is our Lord of hosts. Every cell, every being must submit to his voice. Elisha's words are true today. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Count on this truth. When you are in a spiritual war, those who are with your Lord, the Lord of hosts, are more than those who are against you. In the first months and perhaps even years of learning a new normal after the death of our son, Like Elisha's servant, I repeatedly cried out, O Lord, what shall I do? I often reminded the Lord of his promises, sometimes concluding he could not keep them. I forgot that my God is the mightiest of warriors, the Lord of all armies, the creator of all creation. Every tear I shed was under his sovereign care. In time, I concluded the Lord of hosts, who upholds the universe by the power of his word, as we read in Hebrews 1, was upholding my broken heart as well. You too can call on the Lord of hosts and know those who are for you, though hidden from your sight, are more than those you can see. 
And oh, Father, we thank you for this incredible promise and the story reminding us that those who are in your army are more than any that are in the armies of our enemies. Friends, thanks so much for joining us for the Daily Treasure podcast. We know that you could be listening to anything. There are so many great resources out there. So it's always, always such a gift to us when we learn of the way God is using this podcast to bless you. One of our goals is to introduce you to people who are maybe a little further along in life's journey than you, that can call back to you with the help and hope of the gospel. And two of those people I want to introduce you to are Kathy Chapel and Elizabeth Turnage. And it's for part two of our conversation about a legacy of sharing our stories. But in this conversation, we dive deeper into how to be caregivers for our elderly parents. I'm 75, so somebody might say, well, you are an elderly parent, but this is about more than the physical caregiving. This is for helping us to respect our elderly parents, to understand those things that might be quirky, those things that might get on your nerves, to understand that those really aren't reasons for us to be frustrated and upset. We have great insights that we think are going to encourage you to have a better relationship with that parent who may be a little annoying. So Kathy and Elizabeth are just wonderful resources for us. Both of them are passionate about helping us finish strong, finish well, and to leave a legacy of faith. So make sure you go to helpandhopenow.org where you can click the Help and Hope link and look for my conversation with Kathy Chapel and Elizabeth Turnage. I'm Sharon Betters. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to being with you tomorrow.